everybody, welcome back. It's Dasha, and I'm here with my handy husband. <laughs> J5, who my Bob the Builder? <laughs> handy husband. I'm just, you know, I'm using that thesaurus you bought me. It seems like it could be a column in like a, uh, I don't know, some kind of magazine or something, or some website. Handy husband. Yeah, the handy husband. <laughs> hey, maybe we should, uh, should start a blog. Started tripping over the broom bog and put a uh, handy, handy husband, husband column. <laughs> I'm with it. I like it. Anyway, so I am still recovering from bronchitis. I don't know if you can tell. I'm I'm like 99%. I'm almost there. Almost. I think you're dragging this out on purpose. <laughs> well, you know, some people like the raspy voice. Actually, I got a shout out from one of my friends. They were like, okay, with the raspy, sexy voice. I love it. Whatever. So, she likes it. She's uh, blowing your ego up. Hey, Ashley. <laughs> um, Ashley, stop lying to Dasha, okay? <laughs> Sexy boys. So, John and I had what I believe to be like an eventful weekend. I definitely think I did more than I usually do. Uh, Friday, we went to the Braves game at the new stadium for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> it was. I mean, it, it was fun. Considering uh, we weren't inside the game. Right. You know, I was kind of kicking myself because I had got some tickets from a friend and I left the tickets at home. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was really upset about that. It kind of bummed me out for the night. You were. Um, <laughs> I came back a little bit, you know. Yeah, but it definitely we wasn't in the it, same. But yeah, it wasn't the same as if we would have been in the game really experiencing it. Uh, but I am glad I got to see the new stadium and everything that's around it. Because that was cool. I haven't been up there, so. Yeah, it's definitely, like, popping. I could definitely see people hanging out there. I'm still a little, a little bummed <laughs> that they moved the Braves way up there. But, but it made know, sense, what right? What can you do? I mean, you <laughs> looked around and you saw the demographics of the people that were there. Cobb County is... Is the place for them. No. Nah. They all looked so happy and excited. To but be it doesn't make me excited for them to be that much further away. Yeah. Gosh. But how but think about it this way. How often did you go to a Braves game? How often are you going to a Braves game? I mean, I don't know. I didn't go to them a whole lot, but you know, I was I don't know. I mean, I'm still I'm just not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like you know, I'm not furious because, you know, I wasn't going to a bunch of games every season or whatever. You know, I just go to one when I can, but you know, so I'm not furious, but I wish it was closer. Yeah, I feel you. So that was Friday, and then I had a long day Saturday. I ended up hanging with you. had a long day uh, because <laughs> of you. <laughs> yeah. What time did you leave Saturday? Uh, I left around like, it was like around 12-ish. You hear the lies? It was like around. <laughs> Anytime that voice get all high and squeaky, you know the lies coming. Yeah. <laughs> like around 12-ish and I came home around well, like 9-ish. 12 to 9. <laughs> wow. On a Saturday. About thotting and bopping. Just left your husband for, for dead. I you left just... my husband to wrap taillights, his favorite thing in the world to do. You didn't know that's what was going to be going on that day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just left. Which is fine. I'm I'm totally okay with you going out and having a good time by yourself. <laughs> I just think it's funny because I feel like if the roles had been reversed, you'd have been blowing me up trying to figure out how my brunch turned into all day out. Not if I had something else to do, which is why I need a hobby. That's so not, you can go out and be out. That's not true. So, all right. Go ahead and tell the world how your 12 o'clock brunch turned into being out all night. Whatever. I told John that I was getting invited to brunch and he... 
reacted. <laughs> he snapped. So <laughs> you say. John snapped on me, y'all. John straight up snapped. Why are you going to brunch? It's she's supposed to be going to brunch with her boyfriend or the guy she's dating. Why are you going? All right, first of all, you didn't tell the whole story. Okay, what's the whole story? Well, it doesn't matter. The focus of this is that <laughs> somebody told you they were going to brunch with their boyfriend. You said, "Oh, I'm going to brunch with I'm going to brunch with so and so." Okay, why are you going to brunch with her? Well, her and her boyfriend was going to brunch and she invited me, and that's when I was like, "For his birthday." You didn't say that. I said for his birthday. I don't think you did. I did. I said they're going to brunch for his birthday. Yeah, I think you said that afterwards. But okay, even if you did, whatever. They're going for his birthday. You still said she and he were going. You didn't say, oh, they're having a birthday party, birthday brunch, birthday get together, none of that. You said she's going to brunch with him and she invited me. And what my thing was, I think that people are inconsiderate, especially females, of... (laughs) You know, the other person and what they thinking this gathering is about to be. I have been in the situation where I was actually invited, like you were, to go to something where the guy who invited the girl thought it was going to be a more personal thing. And she turned around and purposely invited more people so that it wasn't a personal thing. Right. Now, me being a young man, I thought it was kind of funny at the time. Right. But as I get older, I realize, you know, if I was him, I'd have been kind of pissed off. You know, that's something. So that's what I was kind of thinking in this situation. Like, okay, here's this man thinking that him and his girlfriend go out and have a nice brunch. And all of a sudden, here comes her friend waltzing in. (laughs) You know? So I'm like, what? Like, why are you, like, really what I thought is that you were, like, you know, imposing on it. Yeah. Because I think you had called her or reached out to her that day or something. It ain't like she just randomly hit you up and was like, yo, come to brunch. I was invited. I told you I was invited. So you no, were, you so were you were invited, but you reached out to her. She didn't just call you and say, "Hey, hey, girl, I'm going to brunch today. You should come with me." But that's how it happened. That's so not how it happened. I did not reach out to her. So yes, she did. No, I didn't. She just randomly called. <laughs> where you. am I? Where am I? Where am I? I could have swore you said you called her. No, she said. Or text her or something. I no no no. You're <laughs> whatever. All right, it don't matter. I didn't reach out. I'm wrong. To her. I'm wrong. I snapped. Uh, you trying to crash the boy's uh private brunch with his girlfriend. <laughs> you did snap. You were mad. I was mad. I just didn't understand. I had to. I was like, yeah, you know what? I apologize for offending you. Because... You know, I wasn't that serious. I think you exaggerated. <laughs> it wasn't that serious. I think people can be inconsiderate of others' time. You know, I've been helping a friend out, uh, working on his car and stuff. And he was kind of like nickeling down to me on, you know, different stuff to do and add to it. Mm-hmm. Stuff that takes time to do. And so sometimes I think people don't realize like how much time you have to invest into something. And so in this case, I think this was somebody trying to invest time with his lady. And here you was not realizing it, bringing your happy butt along to crash the party. Well, for your information, it was me and one of his friends. Well, you told and- me that later that it, it might be some other people there or whatever. Because I think she asked if I was coming. and you know, yes. But you're, what you're talking about, me snapping, is like my initial reaction yes, to, that was your initial to reaction. very little information. <laughs> All the information I had was that she was going with her boyfriend and you was going too. Sad part is, even if it was her and her boyfriend, you still would have went. You trying to act, you trying to act like all this other stuff made a difference because you found it out after the fact. Uh, it didn't make a difference. You were going right. anyway. I, I absolutely was. Because I was invited. That is why. And it was to a place that I'd never been before. That doesn't matter. That I've always wanted to go to. Doesn't, that we lived down the street from for over a year. But someone couldn't muster up the time or the energy to take me down there. 
You're being real disrespectful right now. <laughs> you could have taken me down there. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that could have okay. happened too. Yeah. Oh, okay. You are real ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe you right now. Okay. I am shocked. So, had brunch, and then after brunch, I went and met up with a friend. And it was just a random, like, I'm picking up something from her house. But then I ended up going with her to some little bouncy place with all the little bouncy things for kids. She has some toddlers. And uh, they're toddlers, right? Are they still babies? Um, He's three. Two. Oh, two and three. Yeah. Is that toddler? I think three is toddler, yeah. Okay. Anyway. I think you got baby, then terrible twos, and I think then you're in toddler land. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So terrible all the moms, is like its own Yeah. All category. the moms out there, feel free to uh, let us know. Cause, <laughs> we know, got it all wrong. Obviously, I'm not a mom. I don't know. But, <laughs> but speaking like in regards to being a mom, so my friend always talks about how she can't do anything. She can't use the bathroom or go take a shower or shave her legs without being followed around by these kids. And I, you know, I didn't think she was exaggerating, but I'm like... Uh, it's not that bad. It's like, you know, husband and wives saying they're getting on each other's nerves. Like, it ain't that bad, you know? Oh, is that what you thought, really? That's what I thought. I yeah. never thought that. I, <laughs> I, I totally I believed thought. it. Like, I didn't think she was exaggerating at all. No. My dad actually showed me pictures. And my brother, by the way, is not a toddler. My brother is almost 12. But uh, my dad showed me pictures today of him sleeping in the bed. My dad sleeping in the bed, right? Mm-hmm. And my brother... Playing with my dad's phone, taking selfies of him climbing on top of my dad while he's asleep, and then eventually waking him up. So, like, you can see in the series of pictures, like, first my dad is knocked out, my brother's, like, on his back, smiling and laughing, and then eventually, like, my dad's eyes are open, and they're all red. Like, you can tell he just woke up and don't know what's going on, and my brother is just as happy as can be, climbing on his back, taking selfies, you know? Just, just... So I totally believe that, like, you can't do nothing without kids because, I mean, like I said, he's 12 or, you know, 11 going on 12, but he's still, you know, all over my parents. This was news to me. Like, uh, earlier, I'd seen the kids earlier this week, and the mom had walked away, like, briefly, you know what I mean? And the kid was about to lose her shit. Like, where is she? Is she coming back? What's happening, you know? Give her a break. (laughs) You know, that's the things that at... At um, two years old, that she was just, you know, running a Fortune 500 company out <laughs> out here on her own, just doing her own thing, uh, paying bills, know, driving we, cars. How do we know that I wasn't? You know, you, you, you barely, know. you barely you doing all that stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, get the baby, when was the birthday? Saturday. Birthday was Saturday. So, I mean, she was not even a whole day into two years old. <laughs> And you won't let her cry for her mom or, you know, flip her shit when her mom disappears. Okay, so that was earlier this week that the two-year-old was tripping. Mm -hmm. This was the three-year-old on Saturday that almost fell out because he couldn't find her. I was like, dang, you really can't do nothing. Yeah, that's what parent, that's what parenthood is all about. I see. Your life, you know, switches. It, it dedicates itself to the, to the kid. This is how I know I'm not ready, though. I still feel like I have so much to do, so much to see. You barely uh, plan anything out. You just talking about um, how this weekend was a... 
Eventful weekend. Eventful weekend. Like, yeah, for an old person, you ain't do nothing. <laughs> Went to the bouncy house with the kids and had brunch. And all of a sudden, it was a, a long weekend. When you first said long weekend, I was like, she's tripping. It was. It felt eventful. You said long, and you said long week, too, um, before the weekend even got here. You was like, yeah, I feel like it's been a long week. Because I, I went to one event. Yeah, you ain't did nothing. You're just getting old. Uh, this is probably true. But, um, yeah, anyway. So shout out to us for going, I don't know, like two for two on our favorite shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? But I, I <laughs> so we um, recorded the episode about social media and Instagram and how it's all fake. And then Atlanta came out with the episode of Lottie. Is that you? Is Lottie? Is that her name? No, yeah. Lottie is the baby. Yeah. Van is the, Van mom. Is the mom. Yeah, yeah, Van going to the Drake party. I was like, ooh, check us out. We just ahead of the game. <laughs> oh Way to pat yourself on the back, man. I was definitely pat myself on the back. And then last night, me and John were watching Blackish, and um, Bo and Dre are going through it because they, they are not connecting. And I was like, ooh, look at us. <laughs> I, I, have to, uh, I have to commend Blackish on their reality because. We talked about this, I think, earlier in the week where I said that their comedy is kind of reality comedy. It's funny because it's true and it's real and it's relatable. Yeah. You know, that's what makes it funny. So, yeah, I mean, we watch that show and it's so easy to see ourselves in them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, For sure. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. That was um, definitely interesting But we did just talk episode. about the um, not connecting, you know? And spending time together, even though it didn't work out for them. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, hopefully it does work out for them. Moving on. So also part of the weekend involves me breaking up with my cell phone company. <laughs> Boo hoo. Boo freaking hoo. Yeah. It's been a long time. I've been with Sprint for since I was in ninth or I think my mom got me a cell phone when I turned sixteen, I think when I started to drive. Hmm. So going on, you know, eleven years and I never had no problems. I mean, a lot of people have a When I worked there, people had some serious issues. They're all the same to me. I mean, <laughs> as far as the big three are concerned, they all have their pros. They all have their cons. And, that, and that's how I feel. Four. Is there four? Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile. Okay, yeah, the big four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, they, all, they all have their ups and downs. No, I agree. But like I said, I, as a customer, never had a problem. Right, yeah. Working there is when I saw like all the issues. So now I'm like skeptical mm-hmm. about going into cell phone stores because I already know they ain't going to give me the whole truth. They're going to tell me what they want to sell me. And Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah. Not, giving, not giving people the whole truth when you worked there? That no, that's why I didn't. I couldn't work there very long because I was giving people the whole truth. That's why I wasn't. Look, I know you want to buy this iPhone, but you really can't afford it. Okay? We're gonna put this on your credit. We're gonna send you to collections. Don't buy. You sitting there uh, not selling people phones. All yeah. All I'm saying is just do your research, folks. You know what I'm saying? Talk to more than one person. Go to one store, get some answers. Go to another store, get some answers, and then call customer service. Yeah, your average person don't care that much. And see if you get the same. The average person in in this country is in such a hurry to do everything. They ain't got time for that. Oh, that absolutely happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I felt like, and it's funny because I always felt like if anything ever happened to my phone, I'm not tripping. I don't need it. It's a phone. I'll get, you know, yeah. whatever. And as soon as my phone was out of commission, I sat on it, y'all. You know, my booty's way too big. True that. 
<laughs> you thought I was gonna uh, throw some jokes out there? I don't need you to set me up for my jokes. I set my own jokes up. <laughs> I don't know if it's too big. It's too heavy. Apparently, <laughs> you know that much. <laughs> but then how long ago did you break your screen though? I broke the screen maybe like a week and a half ago. Okay, because I was right. That's what I was telling my dad today. I, I said, yeah. I think she broke the screen a little over a week ago. And so, yeah. whatever happened to it, you know, your big old booty uh, <laughs> sitting on it or whatever it may have been, yeah. you know, took it out of its misery. Took it out of the game. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was like, I got to have a phone, John. We got to figure it out. I got to have a phone. I can't not have a phone. Lo and behold, I have... I had to uh, wait for John to get all of his four thousand plus. Photos. You're like you're just totally skipping some area here. Oh, 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 am I? You said you had to get a phone, and then you said you had to wait for my photos to get out of the phone. You didn't even tell why or what we end up doing, or oh, well, I was just gonna say I still I'm I just got a phone like oh. a few hours ago, technically, because <sighs> I was not, waiting for your four thousand. That is plus not true. Photos. That is not true. You had a phone yesterday. You just now got all of your apps and your screensaver and all that stuff back. It wasn't my phone. But you said you just got a phone. You had a phone yesterday. You just got your phone back today. True. So what ended up happening was I ended up trying to make me and John a family. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. That's the best you got. (laughs) Your best attempt at making us a family is uh, putting us on the uh, same cell phone plan. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so I went over to the pink side. So, far, uh, so good. wait, wait a minute. The pink side, magenta. Oh, yeah, oh. we're magenta, not oh, pink. I'm sorry. What, what's the difference between magenta and pink? Like, For one, pink only has four letters in it, and magenta has a lot more. Okay, That's one difference. <laughs> Number two, magenta is much more bold, it's new, it's edgy. Okay. Uh, what, what is y'all new about magenta? T-Mobile's been around for decades. Whatever. Yellow and black. Magenta. Like a We're, bumblebee. That y'all, your brand is so wet. Get out of here. Anyway, <laughs> Dasha dragged us through a bunch of loops. Okay, <laughs> back and forth about what she wanted to do. One of the things I'm always telling her is to just slow down. Just a moment ago, she was working on the computer. I'm like, slow down. What did you just click on? She's just looking at me like, I don't know. Like, well, slow down. Why are you moving so fast all the time? You're in such a hurry to get places. Like I said, most people in this country are in such a hurry. They don't have time for all the extra stuff. But anyway, I was trying to tell her, slow down. We went to the Sprint store. She looked at her options as far as getting a newer phone and what she would have to pay and how her bill would change and all this good stuff. Um, and she was pretty much ready to sign on the dotted line. I think technically she even did sign on a dotted line. She just never paid. Yeah. So um, lucky for her, or I don't know if it's lucky or not at this point, but <laughs> you know the girl to go get the device locked herself out of the room to have all the, have all the phones in. So we had a little delay there, and I'm like, are you positive that you don't want to just go look at T-Mobile? Because one thing that I know about Dasha is, no matter how comfortable or uncomfortable or any of that. The bottom line for her always goes back to the dollar amount. It's always about the price. And so I'm like, are you sure that you don't want to just investigate this T-Mobile situation? Because I think we may be able to get the price now. You know, because you're about to lock yourself into 
another two years, so to speak, with this company. Even though nobody does the two year contracts anymore, they basically make you pay the phone, pay for the phone over the two years. And so they still kind of have you in a contract. Either pay us all the money for the phone up front or you're gonna be with us for two years trying to pay it off. Right. You know, so I was just like, before you lock yourself into another two years where it's gonna make it more difficult for you to move in the future, because you're gonna have to pay off a remaining balance on a phone or something like that, let's go investigate this other option. You know, and she agreed. She's like, yeah, let's do that and whatever. And so we went, we looked at a bunch of different options. We looked at her and I starting our own plan. We looked at her joining onto the plan that I'm already on, which is a, a story in itself. To make a long story short, <laughs> um, just like Dasha's been with um, Sprint for a long time, I've been with T-Mobile. 11 years. I've been with T-Mobile for 10 plus years. And so I never wanted to leave them because much like her experience, I never had, you know, a too bad of an experience with them. You know, they have their ups, they have their downs, but all in all, I like the company, I like the devices, so I stick with them, you know. Um, there was a point in time where me and my father were on the account together, and he went out to California, could not get service where he was working in California, so he decided to leave and go to AT&T. He called me, he said, look, I'm going to go to AT&T, either you can come to AT&T with me, or you can just keep the T-Mobile line and take it over. And so I opted to keep the T-Mobile line because I didn't want to leave, I had no reason to leave. You know, I was still getting service where I lived at. Anyway, a few years later... He gets fed up AT&T, so he wants to come back to T-Mobile. So now he's back on the account. Um, in the meantime, while he was gone, I added my mother to the account. And so now we have like this family, true family plan. You know, when my dad came back, he brought my little brother with him. And so me, my mom, my dad, and my little brother, we're all on the same account. Yes, it's official. I'm part of the family. Yeah, so it's a, it's a real <laughs> it's a real legit family plan, not just a bunch of friends on a family plan. <laughs> but um. And and the thing about that is, and I, I talk about I talk about this with one of my coworkers a lot because he's in a similar situation where he's on the phone plan with a bunch of different people, a bunch of his family members. You have to rely on everybody to pay their portion of the bill on time all the time, you know. Because if not, then you're getting hit with late fees, and it's not your fault, or your phone will potentially get turned off, and that's an inconvenience, especially if you've already paid your money, or you know you have your portion of the money and nobody else has theirs. Sometimes you have to cover their cost, you know, because you don't want your phone to be off and you you rather just go ahead and shell out the extra $100 or $200 just to make sure that your phone doesn't get cut off because you don't know when they're going to come up with theirs. You know, and so that's just a, it's an inconvenient um, situation to be in sometimes. And so that was the biggest reason why we looked at just getting our own plan together. But all in all, we know that when it comes down to the dollar amount, it's going to be cheaper for us to just jump onto that existing plan already. And so that's that's what we ended up doing. We did what we felt was best. Uh, we still, of course, have the option in the future to get our own line or if we, if we have kids and want to have our own family plan. I mean, that's so many years down the line. I was telling her that, it, you know, let's just do this for now. We know this is what's going to be the least amount of money for us to come out of our pocket right now. And that works for us. Dasha does not care about the latest and greatest technology. She is raging against the um, machine. Absolutely. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she does not care anything about the progression of technology. <laughs> She'd rather go back to the Stone Ages if it was up to her. If it was possible, <laughs> I'd be living in a box. Right. So um, <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to start calling you Wilma. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so she actually didn't want to get a new phone anyway. And the biggest problem to me with these new expensive phones and how fragile they can be at times, especially iPhones. And I was team iPhone for a long time. I've gone back and forth though since they've been out. So I have ties to both Android and iPhone. But the iPhone Samsung and iPhone. What other Android That's not phone? true. That's not true. What? I had the very first Android phone that was available in the US. It was a G one and it was not made by Samsung. Is that the last time? 
you had in a phone that was not made by Samsung. Correct. No, it's not. I had others. I had HTC phones and all. I used to like HTC because they had the HTC Sense. One thing about Android for those Android users, you already know this. Every different uh, manufacturer kind of has their own skin that they lay on top of Android versus where all iPhones are essentially the same. They're all made by Apple, so it's all the same. Um, but no, so I, I have had different ones. My um, last Android was the HTC One. It was very. Nice. I still have the HTC phones. You see them? They're like it's sitting in the closet, broken now. <laughs> <laughs> but, it has that pretty gold color, that rose gold color. Mm. That was a nice phone. It was a good phone. Anyway, to get back on topic, um, I have ties both Android and Apple. You know, I, I can appreciate both of them. Um, but what I was saying was how fragile these phones have become. You know, iPhones were famous for the screens being too fragile and people breaking them all the time. Once you have a phone for over a year and then you break the screen or something like that and you have to file an insurance claim where you have to, because of how expensive the phones are now, pay $175 to $200 to get this phone fixed. It's like now you're paying $175 to $200 for a phone that's a year old. You know, it's like, shoot, why don't I just go ahead and get me something new? In my case. Uh, In your case, it's a phone that was two, two years old. Two plus, almost yeah. three years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they still, she found out today that the deductible to just get the screen repaired or phone repaired is $200. Who wants to pay $200 for something that's. A 6S. Yeah, for something that's, um, you know, over two years old. You know, it just makes no sense to me, personally, so. It is pretty wild. It's, it's kind of a trap. So it's hard for me to keep phones for that long anyway. I, now, I'm not one who breaks my screens a lot. I think I've only ever broken one phone screen in my lifetime. Mm. Um, and I had a backup then, so I, I didn't even have to pay to get that one fixed. It's still broken now. I'm the opposite. I think I've broken every single phone that I've ever had. You probably have. Except for maybe... Now, this one did last was, a long time, was, though. When I was going from... I Now, there was a point where I did get a different iPhone every year just because they were being given to me. Right. I think that's the only time I didn't break them. But I was really determined to get through the whole two years with this phone. That would have been the first time... I really kept a phone for But you were super close to it, weren't you? Yeah. I mean, I made it. Oh, okay. I, yeah. could, I was eligible to upgrade in October. Oh, okay, yeah. So, you know, you made it, you made it a long time, but to <laughs> just further sell my point, you know, okay, I've had this phone for two years. Okay, let me shell out $200 for it, or either let me shell out five to $700 for a phone with just slightly better specs. Yeah. You know, I mean, we anybody who's on Team iPhone, you know, <laughs> you know how the specs change. They change moderately from, you know, 6S to 7 and from 7 to 8. But is it really worth that money? No. You know? <laughs> and who wants to spend $1,000 on an iPhone 10? I know some of you out there probably have them, but I'm not quite ready to drop that for the features that it has. Yeah. Mainly because right now or before this whole phone fiasco, I had a 128 gig phone and the $1,000 iPhone 10 is... The one that's only 64, 64 gigs. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to go back down. <laughs> yeah. And so in order to get the 256, you're talking like twelve to $1,300. But, <laughs> I'm like, but, but in their defense, you could go back down. Them 4,000 photos, now you know, some of those were duplicates, screenshots of stuff that should have, and I hope you delete it, and just random stuff you have multiple pictures multiple files of the same thing because you're making videos and right i didn't have well okay yeah there were duplicate pictures but here's the thing i didn't buy i didn't buy a 128 gig phone so that i could take you know individual photos and have enough room for all the individual photos that i needed and have enough room for only the apps that i really needed that's not why i bought it I bought it so that I could put whatever I wanted to on that phone without having to worry about it filling up. And that's exactly, exactly what I did. So I have a million... Seven pages of apps. You used all of those. 
From time to time, yeah, I did. And it's, it, it makes it where it's not inconvenient for me for, okay, you know, I look at cars a lot. You know, I'm not in the market to buy a car, but, you know, a lot of times randomly I want to see how much cars are going for, particular cars. So I don't have to go back to the app store and download that app again because it's already there, whatever app I was using for that. You know, and so any app that I come across that I found some use in, where whether it be photo editing, whether it be listening to music and mixtapes, whether it be shopping for cars, whether it be financing apps, any of those things, I can just download them and leave them there and not have to worry about my phone filling up. And that's exactly what I did. And the same thing went for the pictures. I didn't have to worry about, oh, I have this regular picture and the Instagram version. Let me make sure I delete the Instagram version to keep my storage right. I don't have to worry about that. So for me, for, I know, but for me, it was about the convenience. Yeah. And that's what you do, and you filled your phone up, which led you to when time to replace this phone, you wanted a bigger phone. So let me ask this. These 4,000 photos, are we just going to keep them on the computer, on the Google Photos drive? Like, I've everybody's heard this before. Like, we're the last generation with photo albums. Like, are we really not going to have photo albums? Like, what are we supposed to do I mean, 20 that's years you, from now? That's up to you if you want to take the time and, and money to print those things out and put them in a photo album and all but, that. But there isn't enough internet. I don't know how cyberspace works. It's way there is beyond enough. my comprehension. There is enough. Comprehension. There is There's enough, enough for, for you to have as many photos as you want and for me to have as many photos to save them just in. As of right now, Google Photos actually allows you an unlimited amount of photo storage as long as you save them at a particular quality. And that quality is still high quality, but it's not the complete highest of the high definition because, you know, a lot of these phones now can take really high definition photos. But for how long? Well, it's, I don't, it's, it's unlimited. If they're doing that, it's because they have the means to offer that. In 2018? It's Google, Dasha. It's not, like a, it's not, some, <laughs> it's not a startup company. Um, they're not making moves that they can't back up for the following years. I just like I I don't know how this is gonna go for us. Well, there's I mean there's stores and we know that there there's um, flash drives and external hard drives and all those types of things. I mean there's other ways to store the photos. So you can so stop trying to you just trying like to down technology, but I mean so this is gonna be all electronic. All our photos are gonna live on. That's up to state. you. You keep saying all of our and it's gonna be and we have to, but nobody's forcing you to take photos with a cell phone and nobody's forcing you to keep those photos on the cell phone. You can go to a print store, you can go to a CVS or wherever, Walgreens, and have those photos printed out. Or you can use a camera that uses film. That's your, you know, that's your prerogative, but you're not taking that option. And then you're, you, so you're using the technology and then trying to down talk the technology at the same time. Because I'm broke. But, I mean, so <laughs> now you see the benefit of technology and just being able to have the, phone, the photos on your phone for free and not have to pay to, um, to have film developed. When was the last time you paid to have some film developed? Um, I got some pictures made to hang up in my dorm in 2013. Yeah, so you're talking five years or more. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's your, that's your option. You can go <laughs> and still have film developed if you want to, and you can still buy film if you want to, or you can use this phone that has unlimited film. <laughs> Where do you see the future of technology going? Where do I see the future of technology? Technology is such a broad um, spectrum. Okay, cell I can't phone. speak on the future cell of technology. Phones. I think cell phones will continue to go on a cycle. And so, just like at one point in time, the thinner the phone, the better. The smaller the phone, the better. Now we've gotten to the point where the Note 8s and all that kind of stuff is the popular thing. Um, the new phone that I just got is actually even a, um, a Galaxy S9 Plus. 
and I've never liked the big phones. And you know, and, I, and I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm okay with them now because they're not so much wide as they are long yeah, now. Yours doesn't look that big, right? It makes them a little bit easier to hold since now they're still narrow. Even the iPhone X is has a bigger screen than the other iPhones, but it's not wider; it's longer, it's taller. Mm-hmm. So I think that's okay. But anyway, so that's why I end up getting a plus this time. But what I think is technology will continue to go in a cycle. It was trendy for things to get small at one point. Now it's trendy for them to get back larger. I think eventually we're going to be looking towards something more compact again, whether that be a watch that can send you a holographic image of a screen or something like that. I know there's a video that has been floating around for years on Facebook of this like wristband that you just press a button and it projects the phone screen on your wrist. Oh, like um, like a FaceTime? No, oh, no, no. Oh, the phone screen, like your screen it's like, where well, you keep your apps Stuff. Right. Uh, so it's like instead of a physical phone in your hand, the phone is on your wrist, like a wristband, mm-hmm. and you press the button and it uses a projector to project the screen onto your arm. Mm-hmm. And so when you tap on your arm, it's like you're tapping the apps on a screen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it's, it's one of those like um, prototype, we're trying to raise the money to make this type of things, but it's been floating around for years. I mean, at least probably two or three years now. I've seen the ones where they do like the holographic thing. I haven't seen that, but it's like you have this, the phone and then it like projects an image onto like... On the, the table, table or something like that, right? Yeah. And the same type of thing. So I think that where we're gonna go is we're gonna we're gonna um, wear ourselves out with all these big devices, and we're gonna get back to where we're trying to find something more compact again. But whatever it is that's compact, it's probably gonna be something that can project a screen that's still large. <laughs> you remember the time Best of both worlds. Cat Williams, he did stand up. I don't remember the name of it, but he was talking about like the tooth phone. They <laughs> 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 yeah. probably aren't gonna get back that small. Where it's like just just it's gonna be something yeah it's gonna be something like (laughs) that stick it in your ear like a Bluetooth but yeah as long as we're spending money um you know they don't continue to make bigger and better stuff yeah so for our best and worst this week it's not gonna deal with anything that we talked about but I was curious when's the best and worst time to go to brunch with your girl and her boyfriend as a third wheel is that is that what it is uh no oh okay that wasn't it. Would you like to talk about that? The best and worst time is when, <laughs> is when you went. It's both the best and worst. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. What is it? Uh, so last week we talked a lot about live events. So I wanted to know what was the best and worst live event that you went to? Concert, play, musical, circus. Do you know? I'm curious. Best and worst. Me and John are still getting to know each other, guys. Best and worst (laughs) live event I've ever went to. Yeah, I think so. I think I got one. No, I got two. I got two for each. (laughs) All right. So for me, the best, the first time I went to the Cirque du Soleil, it was in Orlando. That's definitely going to be the best live show that I saw. There was dancing. There was acrobatics. It was just... It was really cool. If y'all never been to a Cirque du Soleil show, I'll definitely recommend it. I wish they were paying me to say this, but they're not. <laughs> but um, I don't think we quite got the kind of um, audience that they're willing to pay us to advertise for. <laughs> I don't think so. You're right. I don't think these uh, 15 listeners are <laughs> trying to go to Cirque du Soleil. It is like 15. <laughs> On a good day. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Cirque du Soleil is cool. Definitely. Um, the one in Atlanta was not as great as the one in Orlando. So I would like to see some of the other shows. Like, I know they have some in Vegas. And then, like, they have, like, the Mike. Are they not the same one? Are they no, they're uh, all different. All I don't know that. And then, like, as far as a concert, 
I'm gonna have to say the Scream Tour Two, which had like Bow Wow and B2K. Because oh, of <laughs> the lineup. I think there were some girls that opened. I don't remember who they were, but yeah, I bet you don't. They were like the equivalent of like Bow Wow and B2K. <laughs> yeah, Bow Wow and B2K were definitely there. But they had people opening. They had. You know, a good lineup. And it was my first concert that I'd ever went to, ever, in 2002. It was young, and he was super into all them little boys. That's exactly. Yeah. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. My dad got his tickets. Shame on him. <laughs> well, Mike Posner, I think, was a good concert, too. We talked about that last week. That was That's a good concert. Is this all the concerts about... you ever been to, or is this your best and worst? <laughs> no, I've been oh. to a lot of concerts. You've named three best already. I've been to a lot of concerts. Quite a few. They're all the best. No, but you know what I was thinking? <laughs> I think I don't want to go to any more rap concerts. Yeah. I think I'm over it. Because you want me to explain or you don't I care? I don't care. John doesn't care. So right. no, well, why I am I interested in going to any more rap concert? Find me a little thotty to go to the rap concerts with. You don't want to know why? Okay, so after watching Beyonce at Coachella last week, I was like, this is a show. Like, she got dancing and singing and stepping. And rappers don't really do all that. They just kind of rap. I don't know. I'm looking for Beyonce tickets, guys. You got a rap you know show for the music and the energy. Beyonce and Jay-Z tickets, if y'all know anybody who's selling. I'm buying. I'm sold. Rap shows are for the music and the energy. Yes. And I totally, like, Outcast was a lot of fun. There was a lot of music and a lot of energy there. But they just rap, you know? They just walk around with the microphone and... Are you done? Throw your hands in the air. What's your worst? The wor- oh, the worst. Uh, Jeezy. Jeezy. The Jeezy concert. That was mm-hmm. the worst. When was that? November 2016. Yeah, it was like right around Thanksgiving. And it, it was the worst because he had nobody opening. And I don't even think he had like a DJ. I don't know where they were, or what they were doing. But I'm convinced that the, the tabernacle was playing the music. I felt like I was listening to the radio. Like, it just wasn't, like, mixing. It was just playing song after song after song. And it wasn't hype. It wasn't very loud. We were literally sitting there for hours, hours, two to three hours, for sure, before he finally came out. It was very disappointing. And he's one of my favorite rappers, so. Is he? He, he was. <laughs> but after that, he definitely that. fell. I don't know if I believe that. You don't believe that? Because you definitely mm. said the night that we met, oh, she likes okay. Jeezy one, and she has, cooks. Wait, I'm going to marry this woman. He has one of your favorite songs. Because I knew... Okay. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm not taking shots at you. Stop shy. taking it personal. God. I'm taking it personal because he is one of my favorite rappers. Second favorite Jeezy song. Go. Second favorite Jeezy song? Yeah. The whole recession album. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You don't. Yeah, no, you don't. No, he's definitely not one of your favorite rappers. He just has a song that you really, really, really like. Like you really love. I also really love the recession. Which song? I am. Um, I liked the song with him and Trey songs. What's um, it called? Take Take you there. Taking you there. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. I don't need you to sing like it. A I don't need you to sing it. <laughs> anyway. My president is black. If you say so. See, now you have time to think about it now. That's what I'm saying. This is your favorite artist. You'd be like, you know, you'd be able to run it off. Anyway, are you done? Or you have more words? You got three worst concerts, too? I'm okay, finished. Three best? No, that's, it. that's all I got. All right, you want me to start with best or worst? I don't care. It's your, your, your piece. All right, I'll start with best. 
the two best um like what was it live it was live show live, live events live, you said. live yeah. events two best live events i went to was um outcast at counterpoint and at counterpoint yeah and outcast at centennial and i'll tell you why <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> So, nah, Outcast. Go ahead. I got words for that one. You can't have words for it. This is my best and worst. <laughs> your words are done. You've already talked about your eight concerts that were the best. All right. Go ahead. All right. This is why. You're thinking more like what happened on the stage mm-hmm. as far as your best and worst. And that's not what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about my experience at the live event, right? So, Outcast at Counterpoint is definitely the top one. And I'll tell you why. It's because that concert was amazing. It was the first one. The energy that was there could not be matched. It was a very different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things wrapped up into one. And that made for just a great, great uh, experience mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. So that was my favorite one because Outcast is this group that is iconic, especially where we're from. Um, especially where I'm from. I don't know how iconic they are in Warner Robins. Um, but, um, <laughs> listen. That was the shots. That was you should be taking offense to. <laughs> now, anyway, um, this iconic group who I really felt like there was a chance that I would never get to see them perform live. Yeah. Right. And so I had already said, like, man, if they perform live somewhere again, now that I'm, you know, grown and you know old enough to go and buy my tickets and all that kind of stuff, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I, I just got to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so when the counterpoint came up, I was like, dang, I can't believe that they're not gonna come to closer. Atlanta. Yeah, closer to Atlanta, like. They got to come closer, right? And I was like, but maybe not. I don't know if I can risk, you know, missing yeah. this or whatever. And so we went. I think you bought the tickets. Yeah. Um, and so we went. And I'm glad we did. Amazing show. But the reason that the one that Centennial makes the list, too, is for all the same reasons. So after thinking that I would never get to see this group perform, not only did I get to see them once, but I got to see them twice. You know, and one of them was right there in the heart of the city. True enough, the energy from that um, concert was not as great. It wasn't the same as Counterpoint. I think the first performance was better. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with that. But it still was a great experience. I'm still glad I went. Glad I get to tell that story for years to come. And they performed one of my favorite Outcast songs that I didn't expect them to perform at the very end of that show after they pretended like the show was over. So that was a highlight for me. Elevators? No. What was it? No. Elevators is not one of my favorite Outcast songs. Oh. Gangsta shit. Oh. All right. My issue with the... I just want to say... Is this my best and worst or not? Outcast at Centennial or not. This is my best and worst. a slap in the face my to all of the real fans. I agree. Okay. Because the tickets went on sale. People who could get them got them. I mean, I'm sure there are real fans who wanted tickets but didn't make it. No, it ain't. <laughs> I had two sets. <laughs> but so tickets go on sale Saturday, boom, sells out within probably hours, right? It's over. Then I guess they sold out so fast, they decide, okay, let's add a Friday show too. Boom, sells out. Dang, those sold out real fast. Okay, let's add a Sunday show too. The last show that they added was the show where they had Kilo Ali. I thought that was the Friday It was show. Sunday. You sure? I, yes, because cause my sister went. Either way, I, I, don't, don't, know, I don't remember if it was the Friday or the Sunday. Whatever. Either way, the last show that went on sale is the one that had all the openers from, like, you know, the Southern rap. A lot of Slap artists. Slap in the face, I agree. A lot of artists that I like. Mm-hmm. So. 
You can continue now. Can I? Yeah. Or have you completely hijacked my best and worst segment? <laughs> I'm done. You're real. The more, more, more we do this podcast, the more disrespectful you're getting. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Definitely. You're getting out of, out of pocket, out of control. Oh, well. Anyway, the worst. All right. So I'm going to have to tag team with you and go for the Jeezy concert. Dang, Jeezy two for two. Yeah. And for anybody who knows me, Jeezy is definitely one of my favorite rappers. Oh, name a name my favorite rap song. Go. Oh, Don't oh, even try. Oh, hesitation, like that. <laughs> hesitation. Oh, you're not a real Jeezy fan. My favorite Jeezy rap song? Yeah, what's your favorite Jeezy All rap song? <laughs> right, right. No, but no, Jeezy's <laughs> one of my favorite rappers. Seriously. Um, but yeah, I was super disappointed in that concert because he took so long to get there and come out. It was ridiculous. Like, almost to the point where you're like thinking about leaving, but you're like, I know he got to come eventually, so... Eventually, right? Because I know he's <laughs> on the contract. <laughs> yeah. So anyway... Um, um, just so, disrespectful. Yeah, that was that was a definite letdown. And then the other part was when he came out, like the crowd rapped half the concert. You know, he did this whole where I'm gonna say one line, I'm gonna let y'all say four lines, and then <laughs> I'm gonna say two more lines, I'm gonna let y'all say six lines. Like it was one of those kind of concerts, and it was cool because you know it was great to see all those people who knew the words to those songs, mm-hmm. you know, and could recite them like that. But at the same time, like that must feel good for him. But at the same time, it's like nigga, I paid money to come see you perform, and not only did you get here stupid late, you're not even rapping the songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jeezy definitely one of my favorite rap artists, but um, that concert was a definite. Won't let be seeing down. him live ever again. And then on top of that, to go to the Gucci Man concert, like shortly after that, was it like? Two months later or something. Something like that. Like, and Gucci Man, you know, he had people with him, 2 chains. Yeah, and... I mean, it was, well, this was just another concert for Jeezy. But that was Gucci Man's coming home concert. So yeah. I expected it to be great. Which it was. You know, he was all clear-minded and sober and stuff. Probably things that Jeezy wasn't at the time. <laughs> Agreed. But, um, so that's one of the worst. The other worst, it's not... <sighs> This is a weird one. It's not even that bad because I, I, I actually contemplated putting this one on my best list because um, it was good and bad. It was the first birthday bash that I went to. <laughs> Who was there? <laughs> birthday bash. Everybody. It's birthday bash. <laughs> I've never been to a birthday T. I. bash. T.I. Usher. Yeah. T.I. was there. Usher was there. Whoever else was huge at that time. I don't know. So why is that a best and a worst? Best because it's the first time I went to a concert like that mm. and without my parents or whatever. Um, probably the first real concert I ever went to, to be honest. All right, here's why it's the worst. Time for a uh, story time with J Five about you know all the L's he took in his younger days. Oh gosh, <laughs> y'all ready to sit here for another ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna take that long. All right, long story short, right? There was a young lady that I liked, I was interested in. Um, I really wanted to go to this concert. I knew that she would really want to go too because anybody else who was around our age, I believe we were high school age at the time. Um would want to go to this concert. Mm-hmm. So I offered to, we were high school age, but we weren't driving yet. So I offered to buy the tickets, meaning my ticket and her ticket, if she could get us away there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I did. I bought the tickets. We ended up riding with her older cousin, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Her older cousin and her cousin boyfriend went. But she also, I guess, told um, like two of her friends that she was going or something. So this is one of those brunch moments. Mm, no, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could say that. I didn't really think about it like that. But I guess you could say that. But she also told like two of her friends, so they got tickets and they went, so they all came with us too. So it wasn't necessarily a bad thing that her friends were there. That's not really what it was. But, you know, I was thinking that it was going to be a little different. 
or whatever. Me and her, her cousin, her cousin boyfriend. Yeah. Or whatever. But no problem that her friends came. Um, but it was weird to me because I actually went to school with these girls and did not know it. When I was in elementary school, we all went to the same school, but we were in different classes. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know them or whatever, you know. And I remember thinking it was funny to me because I used to think that they were in what we considered the cool class. They had the cool teacher. Their class was the cool class, right? Mm-hmm. And like as I was sitting here with these girls, I was like, we were so wrong. They were the, they were the lame class, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just like from the outside looking in, you don't know that. You think that those are the popular students. They got the popular teacher. It's the cool class, yeah. you know. But as I got to know these young ladies, I realized that they were not the cool Class. I mean, we're talking like 10 years later, right? <laughs> yeah, so you're saying you think they were cool and became lame? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, we're not talking 10 years later. We're talking like, we were probably in ninth grade. Uh, and so you're talking from like, you're talking like five, maybe five, not even that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking like maybe four or five years later. But anyway, and so because of how the girls were acting, it just kind of like brought the mood down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So much so that we left. Right before the end of the concert, trying to get out of there before the um, rush mm-hmm. or whatever, and Usher came out on stage, and one of the girls started crying outside of the concert because we had left the concert and we left before Usher came out. Mm-hmm. And so, a combination of me buying this ticket, thinking I'm going to go to the concert with this girl, and it turned out to be this group event, you know, combined with the friends, you know, me not really feeling them, mm-hmm. you know, on top of that, it was just a whack experience. You know, concert was great though; that part was cool. It does sound pretty whack. Yeah, but it, it was whack. The crying really blew me. Like, hmm. you love him that much. <laughs> That's the first time I ever experienced that. Like, you that into Usher. Like, that. You were real, you crying real uh, tears right now. I wonder what she thinks of Usher now. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, that's all I got. But speaking of live events, though, this is kind of off topic. <laughs> now we're so, going to sit here for another 10 minutes. Ain't nobody going to listen to this whole podcast. So, <laughs> we have to cut like 30 minutes out of here. Probably. So uh, earlier this week, I went to this event called Lit Atlanta. And again, I'm not getting paid to say this, but I wanted to talk about it because I had a really good time. Like, Yeah, you were like super excited. I wish it was. She better had a good time. She was out all night, y'all. <laughs> all night. It's not all night. Just because you were in bed when I got home all doesn't night. mean that. What kind of married woman just is out on the town all night long? It wasn't all night. In it the middle like, of the week. It wasn't even the weekend. <laughs> it was Tuesday for sure. Going out on a oh, Tuesday. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, that used to be my anthem back in the retail days. Anywho, so it was like this live book reading. So it was like karaoke style. People got up and they read um, excerpts from books or whatever. You could read published books or you could read your own stories. So that was cool. Seems like it would have been better if you just read published books, though. I feel like that, too, because... no, I should go to one of those. You know what I'll read? I want to do this now. What? I'll read like a Dr. Seuss book. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be so fired. (laughs) I'd be putting all kinds of feeling (laughs) in it. I'd be up there like Sam I am. I do not want them with a fox. I do not like them in a box. <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> I do not like them, Sam I am. They were, though. They were kind of trying to turn it into an open mic night. I don't know what's wrong with my people. 
black people always trying to turn stuff into open mic night and spoken word. Like, it, I felt like it was becoming a competition. The first guy, the guy who heads it up, he read from the autobiography of Gucci Man. Gucci. Did you know he had a book? Yeah. Did you know he had an autobiography? Yes. Did he write well aware. it? You know what an autobiography is? Yeah, but most autobiographies <laughs> have writers, though. I was like, the autobiography of Gucci? Are you trying to say Gucci Man can't no, write a book? No, 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 That's not what you I... You're real disrespectful. I didn't, I didn't say that about my boy, Roger. I can't believe you would, you would even disrespect <laughs> a fellow East Atlantan like that. Like, me and Gucci went to the same... You are from Lithonia. Me and Gucci went to the same <laughs> elementary school. That is currently shut down. So what does that say about you guys? It says that we all grew up and mm-hmm. moved away. Yeah. So. What a hater. N.T. Who. What school did you go to? Uh, Shirley Hills Elementary. No, I can't. And, and what, uh, what rapper, what rap superstars came out of there? Now everybody's going to know the answer to that security question. The first elementary school you went to. Because <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> you tried to defer from the fact that y'all don't have any superstar rappers to come out of there. <sighs> rappers? Zero. No superstar rappers came out of Shirley, whatever. I'm trying to think. Do we have anyone? You wouldn't have to think. Okay, definitely no rappers, but. No, nobodies. I got some cool. I got some artists that came out of my church. Does that count? No. Oh. All right. Moving on. So you're going to come with me next month? Because <laughs> I definitely want to go back. I'm definitely like, going to take some Dr. Seuss joints with me. And then we can stay out all night together. Oh, no. Not on a Tuesday. I got I got work. Oh, mm, you? You? You sure? We can go and be like the first ones to go or something. Whatever. Then they're going to be mad because nobody can live up to that uh, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do different themes. So I don't know. It was pretty cool. You seemed like you enjoyed it a lot. Man. I did. I did. Even in, I think it, the... I think you just like being out all night. Even though some, it was a little of that too. It's taking back to my younger days, being out during the week. Um, but then I was really regretting it in the morning. I had a hard time waking. You still up. got one of those jobs where you can kind of do that. Though. I don't have one of those jobs. Yeah, you're right. I mean, back in the day when I worked, um, I guess you could say retail. Yeah, I worked retail a couple times. Um, I used to do that. Man, me and Will, we would drive all the way back from West Georgia, like to work. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like be partying all weekend, pulling into work on Monday morning. Straight from party. It's amazing how you can think that you smell all right. You know what I'm saying? Like you brushed your teeth. And we like definitely probably up. smell like alcohol. But you still smell like alcohol. Like it seeps through the pores. I had one beer the other day and Dasha told me I smelled like alcohol. Yes. It like, was, I smelled it. It was true. I think she assumed that I had been drinking because of where I was at and what no, time I got home. I smelled it. <laughs> Sober people can smell when people have been drinking. It's- Sober people can. Yeah, I was sober. Were you? <laughs> yes, I had bronchitis. I couldn't left, drink. Left home alone. I couldn't with, drink anything. With a I, bottle of wine. No, bronchitis. <laughs> you can't smoke. You can't drink. You're not even supposed to drink coffee or caffeine. So. All right. Okay. Huh? That's all I got, though. Any final words, final thoughts? No. All right. I'm Dasha. And this is Tripping Over the <laughs> I'm J5. No, <laughs> don't try to cut me off. No. It's J5. It this is Mitch Tripping Over the Broom. <laughs> Thank you for checking out Tripping Over the Broom. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tripping Over the Broom and Twitter at T-O-B underscore podcast for more information about upcoming episodes. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes and SoundCloud. 
Any questions you would like us to answer or topics you want to discuss, send an email to trippingoverthebroom at gmail.com. Until next time, it's J5 and Dasha, and we're Tripping Tripping Over the the broom. Broom.